Welcome to Hope and Encouragement, a podcast dedicated to sharing gospel-centered devotional thoughts from the faculty of Heritage College and Seminary. Tune in to learn from Scripture and draw close to God together during this unique time. Frederick Buchner said, Here is the world. Beautiful and terrible things will happen. Don't be afraid. And he also said, you can kiss your family and friends goodbye and put miles between between you, but at the same time you carry them with you in your heart, your mind, your stomach, because you do not just live in a world, but the world lives in you. He couldn't have spoken more true words for the times we are in. We live in a beautiful world. Today was a beautiful warm spring bluebird day. I'm enjoying a pair of downy woodpeckers outside my study window who have found our bird feeder. A beautiful world. What terrible things will happen? It's not hard to think of what those things are. Right now it's a coronavirus pandemic that is shutting the world down economically and socially and putting millions of people out at risk of severe sickness and death. And yes, in fact, death. We are all aware of China and Iran and Italy and the U.S. and more. We in Canada and Ontario and in the places where we live are being asked, if not commanded by law, to take extraordinary measures to do our part to stop the spread of the virus. But beautiful things also happen. People are making sure the vulnerable among us are being cared for. People are singing from their balconies. Families are connecting in new ways. My wife and I have learned more new technology in the last week or two than we have in the last year or more. Pastors and Bible college and seminary professors are reaching out to their congregations and students in new ways, offering messages of hope and confidence from the Holy Scriptures, and so much more. So we hear, don't be afraid. It is interesting that Jesus said in John 14, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God, trust also in me. He then goes on to talk about the future hope that the Christian believer has in a new creation, one for which Jesus will return and get to get us. But that's hard. It's hard not to be afraid, to not have troubled hearts. I have a troubled heart for my wife who is seriously vulnerable to any infection or contagion. I have a troubled heart for my son who is a firefighter regularly exposed to the virus, dressed in full hazmat. I have a troubled heart for my daughter-in-law and two sons-in-law that are required to attend their workplaces since their work cannot be done from home. I have a troubled heart for my grandkids. And it's fascinating. Even Jesus had a troubled heart. Matthew tells us that when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Troubled. A different word from John 14, but a synonym for sure. Luke tells us that he was in anguish, agony. So the call to not be afraid or to not let our hearts be troubled, is very much more of an admonition or an encouragement than it is a command. 
I need to hear this. Because if it's a command, I'm disobedient. I don't want to be a disobedient son. If it's an admonition or encouragement, I can hear it. Embrace it. And by the same power of the Spirit that gave Jesus the ability to face his sorrowful and troubled heart, I can face mine. And we can all face our own. So yes, we are learning all kinds of new tech that bring joy and laughter into our isolation. But that does not compare to the hugs and yes, even the handshakes that we have taken so much for granted. Yes, the world of before lives in us, and we carry that world into the now, but we pray endlessly that the contagious that is contagion that is locking down the world, the world of the now, will end soon. Here is the world. Beautiful and terrible things will happen. And we say to each other, do not be afraid. But we speak to one another in this way because we are afraid. And we need to give each other permission to be so. And in being so, we are not disobedient children to our Heavenly Father, as it might seem, that somehow we are less spiritual or less faith-filled than we ought to be. Rather, we are being encouraged as his children to crash the gates of his throne room with our fear and anxiety. We are being admonished to let him know about it and somehow, in some way, allow the indwelling and empowering Holy Spirit and the divine word of the Holy Scriptures help us journey into the presence of our loving Heavenly Father with our fears and anxieties. We are being encouraged to allow the Spirit and word to help us find comfort and hope in our times of beautiful and terrible. Even as Jesus was able to get up from his knees, from his cry of anguish, with the sweat drops of blood dripping from his forehead, with the prayer that if possible the cup of death be taken away from him, which it wasn't, and face what was beautiful and terrible for both him and us at the same time. Thank you for listening to Hope and Encouragement. To learn more about Heritage College and Seminary, visit discoverheritage.ca.